Saturday morning words and coffee. Bit of a gloomy day in Toronto. I have the window open today. So if you hear uh, birds and, well, more likely where I live, if you hear streetcars going by or something, that's what that is. But it's uh, a hell of a lot warmer than it has been in the last several months. So let's enjoy it while we can. I'm going to read a little Tennyson today because it's uh, Victoria Day in Canada, or at least it will be on Monday. I'm recording this, of course, on the Saturday. To celebrate Queen Vicky's birthday. Uh, it's not a, her I, exact birthday every year, but it's, I believe, the Monday before May 25th is when we're supposed to uh, celebrate Victoria Day. That's when everyone gets the day off. So we're going to read some Victorian poetry today, and that is one of the most popular or most famous most well-known, I guess, poets of Victorian poetry, and that is Alfred Lord Tennyson. And this one is called Break, Break, Break. And the setting is someone standing on the seashore lamenting someone. And so I'll read some of this poem, or I'll read the entire poem. It's actually quite brief. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about it a little bit. So here is Break, Break, Break from Alfred Lord Tennyson. Break, break, break on thy cold gray stones, O sea. And I would that my tongue could utter the thoughts that arise in me. Oh well for the fisherman's boy that he shouts with his sister at play. Oh well for the sailor lad that he sings in his boat on the bay. And the stately ships go on to their haven under the hill. But oh, for the touch of a vanished hand, and the sound of a voice that is still. Break, 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 at the foot of thy crags, O sea. But the tender grace of a day that is dead will never come back to me. And that's Break, 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 Alfred Lord Tennyson. His friend had died some years before. Tennyson wrote this in 1835 after a friend, Arthur Hallam, had died at a quite young age, in his 20s. Hallam was a close friend of Tennyson's. They had gone to school together, and, uh, Hallam and Arthur Hallam had fallen in love with Tennyson's sister. And in a roundabout way in those days, they, they kept their love quiet because they weren't sure their fathers would approve, or at least her father wouldn't approve. And it took a while, but they were destined to be married at some point. Hallam went away on a trip with his father overseas and died of what uh, sounds like a brain aneurysm or a stroke at a young age. So he was destined for death and he became kind of a, a doomed young man of English letters. Tennyson was very close to him, this devastated Tennyson. It came at the same time not long after Tennyson's father had died and not long after Tennyson had re received some horrible reviews of his uh, book of poems, just when he was starting out as a poet, one of the reviewers actually took quite great pleasure in giving bad reviews, and to be honest, I hate people like that, uh, and it hurt Den Tennyson deeply, and he vowed to uh, not publish poetry anymore, at least for the next decade, and so he was silent, but in all that time, he couldn't help himself because he was a born poet, and he kept writing poetry, and this is one of those poems. He also wrote quite a long poem called In Memoriam, which is a poem about his friend. It took him, I believe, 
17 years to write that poem. He would just add a new stanza when he felt like it over the decades. And when he released that poem, it became one of the greats of Victorian literature. So break, 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 if we look at it. Uh, it's him standing on a seashore. And apparently there is some biographical truth to this, that he was on a seashore and, this, and these images did occur to him not long after his friend had died. So he's on the, the cold gray stones, O sea, as he says. And if you've read any of Tennyson's poetry, then you know that the sea and traveling and looking out into the vista over the horizon is a, a big thing for him. I like this uh, stanza here where he says, Oh well for the fisherman's boy that he shouts with his sister at play. Oh well for the sailor lad that he sings in his boat on the bay. That sounds, if you were to take that stanza on its own, it sounds celebratory. Like, isn't that nice, the fisherman's boy who's playing with his sister, and isn't that nice, the sailor lad who's singing on the boat? Well, he doesn't mean that at all, does he? He's struggling with what a lot of us struggle with when someone close to us has died, is that the world keeps spinning. And he says in the next stanza, and the stately ships go on to their haven under the hill. And that's another, you know, the, the world keeps spinning without you, without your friends, without your loved ones when they die. It's like nothing happened. And it sometimes, I think, can throw you out of sorts, doesn't it? That you walk around the day after something like that happens. Even a pet dying. And everyone's going, and you're, you're looking at these people going about their lives, and you think, don't they know that something really important has happened? Or don't they know that my friend is dead? And people can, uh, we can all struggle with that. He doesn't uh, let you off the hook either, does he? Most uh, stories have some kind of redemption, but at the end of this one he says, break, break, break at the foot of thy crags, O sea, but the tender grace of a day that is dead will never come back to me. And I like that in the sense that it's not a cop-out. It's not a, oh, well, the sun rises tomorrow and everything's going to be great. Uh, his affection for his friend was so deep that the tender grace of that day will never come back. And he's admitted that. And he wrote this in 1935, but it wasn't published until years later when he ended his silence. And so he had a chance to change that if he wanted to, to maybe soften the blow a little bit or make it a little more optimistic at the end or reflect on his friend's life and, and change his mind about that statement that it will, that tender grace will never come back to him, but he didn't change it. And so it, it obviously affected him deeply. And it, you can see the thread of Hallam's death through a lot of Tennyson's poetry throughout his life. And uh, In Memoriam is quite long, and, but quite beautiful, and it's, it's obvious just how much uh, that person meant to him. So that is Break, 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 a great piece of lyrical poetry from Alfred Lord Tennyson in the Victorian era for May 2-4, as they call it in Canada, for May 24th or 24 beers, um, but celebrating Victoria Day. I hope you have a great weekend wherever you are, and I hope to talk to you again soon on Saturday morning, Words and Coffee. Bye-bye.